0: Thousands of lives impacted all over the world. Are you ready to upgrade yours, transform your body and mind? Welcome to the YTM show with your host, Olivier Killey. Hey,
1: everybody, welcome to another episode of the YTM show every day. I'm your host, I'm Oli, and every day I come here to share with you meaningful stories, strategies, hacks on how you could improve your life, how can you actually go from where you are now to where you want to be. And every now and then, I'll bring a guest onto the show. i bring somebody who I believe will share these values with you. We share their, their tips, their strategies, what they're doing to achieve great results in their life as well. This is a movement that I'm creating. It's not just about fitness, it's really about like transforming you through your mind, really getting your mindset in a place of success and today i've got a guest and it doesn't happen that often because i really really scrutinize my guest today i've got a guest um i met her when was that three four weeks ago yeah. i met her in london at the Peak summit which was an awesome event for fitness professional uh we met we connected i really love her energy she's got a great backstory and i'm sure she's got a lot to share with us so i would like to welcome Chiara, is that Chiara or Chiara?
2: Chiara, that's right. How Chiara, that's Italian.
1: Yeah, Chiara to the exactly. to the show. Chiara, welcome to the YTM show.
2: Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure.
1: Right, good. So as I was saying, um, we we met four weeks ago. Was that four weeks?
2: No, time
1: flies.
0: I can't believe time it. Time flies,
1: and um and, and then and then straight away we connected, and and I I, I really loved your story and. Uh, I reached out to you and I was like, you know what? Let's do a podcast because I think people will will get some value from um, this transforma- transformation journey you've been on, and you being a personal trainer as well, I'm sure that there are some uh, some hacks, some strategies, some tips you could share with the audience as well. So, Kiara, tell me a little bit about yourself. What's what's the backstory to the Kiara who is here now?
2: Well. Thank you so much for having me, first of all, uh, and I absolutely adore the fact that you want to create a movement of people that believe in the same values, because I believe that creating a network of support is one of the most important things for anybody attempting um, a journey, a fitness journey, whatever their goal may be. In terms of a backstory, I was always a chubby kid. Uh, but I did a lot of sports, volleyball, skiing, tennis, all sorts. It's just I had a really um, difficult relationship with food. And growing up, I was bullied as well at school quite quite heavily for my weight. And also because i was always, I think, being a little bit different from others and really wanting them to be happy, trying to conform to what they wanted. And I just couldn't find my own voice, if that made sense. Okay. So soon enough, uh, food uh, became... Uh, a way of coping with everything and the more I got bullied or the more I felt insecure and not enough uh, about myself the more I act and uh, it all culminated in uh, I think it was 98 when I moved to the UK always wanted to move here absolutely love the culture and I feel like this is my home now so uh, proper Italian girl now um, <laughs> and um well i didn't understand because I was so immature as well, both emotionally and uh, a, a, as as a person growing up. I moved there when I was just just out of school at like nineteen, and I didn't have all the skills that are required I think to live in society if that makes sense
0: because
2: <laughs> very sheltered life okay. and, you know I didn't know how to go to the post office I didn't know how to fend for myself, yeah, I know how to cook, but you have to pay the bills, you have to find a job, you have to study. And um, that's what Britain gave to me, Um, a new Chiara, a Chiara that can fend for herself. But with that and the adjustments to a new culture and as well, you know, I never had that many friends either. I I want them, uh, but it's really hard to find connection when you don't feel like you're enough and you always try to conform as well, which is what I didn't want. I wanted to be my own person, my own voice. So I started gaining even more weight and... um, I was the funny girl, the best friend, you know, loved music, uh, hung out at the pub a lot, played a lot of pool in my younger years, (laughs) went to uni, and, you know, my lifestyle just got worse and worse and worse in terms of nutrition, and definitely I stopped training altogether, kind of had a complete rejection for the sports that I loved, um, and I let other people tell me, that that was okay, that it was okay for me to not want to do something. Um, And and just kind of, it was really weird, you know, the more they told me I shouldn't be doing volleyball, the more I believed that was right, that that was true. And and I've never really been to the gym. God, I started going to the gym when I was 34, I'm 39 now, so five years ago. You know, it starts from really earlier on, anyway, I decided to uh, uh, just carry on putting on the pounds, literally. I had whatever I wanted, whatever I wanted. And I attached a lot of feelings to the food as well. So um, it was uh, it was definitely a lot of emotional eating, binge eating, and also a complete rebellion towards people that would tell me that I should lose the weight for my health. Absolute rejection for anyone, including my family and friends, that would say, oh, we just you need to go on a diet because I've always been quite big. Yeah. We're bigger or taller and, and more uh, developed, say, than other children my age.
0: Yeah,
2: I've been put on a diet since I was about 12. And you know, various really weird diets. You know, there was the Cedar diet, uh, we went to a gazillion dietitians, but when you're a kid, and nobody explains to you why these things are important, or they don't give you, you're not there yet to understand, that eating well and moving is uh, are two of the things that not only keep you happy but also are uh, good for yourself. Okay. First of all, not others. Yeah. Because of uh, where I came from, Italy, you know, it's very image led, and I grew up throughout my teenage years feeling awkward and ugly and not enough. And uh, I, you know, i not. I don't necessarily blame the culture, but that there's a that, the, that it, there was a lot of it when I was growing up there was not a lot of support for kids my age, they were a little bit overweight, to understand how nutrition works, to understand that they're just fine the way they are. And if they want to lose the weight um, or get healthier, there are plenty of fantastic ways of doing it that do not require pills, random fastings, uh, weird portions and lotions that you eat. Um, And so for years, I think to take it back really, i just thought of dieting as i think most people do enemy absolutely atrocious meanings attached to it diet is a bad thing you don't think that you've got a diet and you just need to better it you just go on restrictive diets that half of the time don't work and if they do you pile on the way again yeah so fast forward to 34 and my brother had started losing weight because he was living with me at the time. And I was so proud of him that, you know, we're both to be kids and how amazing it was that within a year, he kind of transformed into this, this the demand that I always saw. Yeah. You know, because you see people in different ways than yourself. Yeah. Um, but his courage, his determination, absolutely everything about the way he decided to get healthier for himself made me want to try for real this time yeah. and it was uh, I think that's what when it switched I looked at myself in the mirror one morning and it was just I was so sick of feeling absolute shit about myself uh, having been told that I was overweight you know I had boyfriends that would tell me you need to lose the weight or I'll leave or you'd be just so much prettier if you just lost a few pounds um, and you know it, it became So ingrained in my mind that all I was good at was being funny and nice and feeding people. Yeah. Yeah, But I never had any real confidence. So decided that that was it. Signed myself up for the gym. The first six months weren't fun because I wasn't ready to get a personal trainer then. Yeah. So I tried it like a lot of people do. You just do it on your own, you give it a bit of a go.
1: (laughs) It's It's all starting, but on our stairs. Just doing it. Yeah.
2: You're doing it, but. I think the, the moment that everything clicked for me is when I picked my personal trainer okay. whom I owe so much because it was the right fit for me and he never gave up on me and always guided me through the changes that I, ch- changes that I was making and um, um, yeah 34, I started losing weight uh, and it was incredible, it was addictive straight, straight off the bat you know, what, what, you know, I always liked training when I was a kid so it wasn't. It was amazing how easy it was to pick up that habit, mm-hmm. but in a completely different context than from team sports. So you're on your own. You're there with your dumbbells, and he's making me do a million burpees. I'll never forget the freaking burpee circuit he put me through. And I don't. I don't think I'll ever forgive him for that.
0: <laughs>
2: but I also am so thankful. And uh, it took me four years to get to about 90 kilos um And then after that, we parted ways, and I thought I was cocky and confident doing all my own. And I discovered resistance training more fully, so more bodybuilding style weights, squats, deadlifts, and that opened up a new world altogether. Just yeah. how powerful you can feel yeah. lifting weights for a woman, especially. And uh, I found a place where I belonged, and, and it's been my passions ever since.
1: That- That's 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 amazing. That's a great story. And that's why I brought you on the on on the podcast because I mean you told me about that story when we met a couple of weeks ago. And it's it's really, really amazing and and at the same time as well (coughs) uh, a bit frustrating to see that the impacts the way you were brought up and 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 how like you were on a diet from a very early age, like twelve years old. Like you were already like told things about your image, the way you are, and then you should be on the diet, and then you should be doing that. And then eventually you get to the adults where it's, it's the same thing as well. And then you yeah. fighting those demons and then turn rebellious against it. And what, what was the, I don't know, what was the trigger, like the main thing? Because you didn't mention about like the peer pressure. You did mention about like your brother transformation, which was extremely inspiring to you. What was that triggered? You'd say that you woke up one morning, you look at yourself and be like, okay, that's it, I can't take this anymore. Was that that moment when you realized that, okay, now I need to do something about it? Or you were like, all the wake-up calls before?
2: I think I was so tired of people saying that I couldn't do something because I defied a lot of opinions already. For as much as I, I cared about people's opinions, I took a second and you know, the day I decided to move to the UK, I even told my parents I'm not coming back home. Like literally I came to the UK to say hello to my, fa- to, to say hello to my friends. I phoned them up, I was like, not coming back. You know, such was my, such a bad relationship, my own country and my own city.
0: Yeah. And
2: I blamed them a lot for the way I was as a person. that I couldn't, I couldn't speak up. In reality, you know, you fast forward years, 20 years on in the UK, and I realized that I had my voice all along, I just didn't know how to use it. And for me that day, you know, I was going through a, a bit of a rough patch with um, a really lovely guy, my, my ex-partner at the time, um, and we decided to part. And I was like, I just, I just can't look at myself in the mirror, keep going and thinking that I'm not enough, when there are people around me that actually care. And the other trigger was we lost a couple of family members to cancer, so nothing weight-related, if, if such. But I yeah. just felt it was the right time to prove to myself first and foremost and then to others. Let me, let me make this clear. Um, I did care what my family thought of me, even on a body image level. But the idea that I had was that they didn't love me for who I was just because I was fat. That was not it. It took me so long to understand that the love was there all along, like we're such a tight-knit family. But I wanted to show them that I could do it. And, you know, to see my dad, the first times I went back to Italy, uh, and he was so proud that I took this step and he could see the changes and my mom was ecstatic. And just something simple, Oli, like going shopping for clothes that are on trend or that are your size. And I couldn't do that as a kid. always had to buy men's clothes or I didn't feel confident to wear there weren't any availability for my size anyway so uh, if there were they were always tight so even even that makes you feel uncomfortable and and if you're not strong enough or if you don't have that magic moment and the right support to actually go I want to make a change you just kind of conform so I conform to wearing men's clothes and I conform to just be sporty all the time and not showing my figure and not really liking what I saw in the mirror, didn't put any makeup on. I, I had monobrow. Good times. The <laughs> <90s>.
1: <laughs> I totally understand that. I mean, I come from a similar position, but the other, the other way, because I was extremely skinny as a kid. Like, I'm talking seriously skinny. So I know I know what it is. When you step into the other side, and then you see, like, the potential you actually, you had within yourself for so many years, and we're just sitting on it, and you're like, "Why didn't I do it like years ago?" You know. Yeah,
0: that's what and, I always say.
1: And then it, it, it's an amazing feeling. And you know, like you did mention that you were you trained with a PT. Yeah. You know, like you started by yourself, like many people, and then eventually you start training with a PT who who taught you a lot about weight loss. I mean, you achieved great results. From one twenty, you went to ninety kilos.
0: So yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's 30
1: yeah. kilos repeating which is which is absolutely amazing now walk me through your your weight loss journey because everybody got the transformation journey for example for yeah. me when i started training i lacked self-confidence a lot so i started training because i wanted to be not only tall bike you know have a presence i didn't want to be the tall skinny guy so so so, so I, I went in there. I didn't have a clue what I was doing, reading magazines, online, Google, whatever it is, Try to figure out my way, spend money on some bullshit supplements. I did all this crap. And then we eventually, like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? We all, we all did that, got injured in the process. And then at some point I realized that, you know what? I can't be like those guys. I've got to be me. I've got to listen to myself, listen to my buddy. And then from that moment, I realized that I was doing it for me. I didn't want to look like guys I was seeing on magazines or whatever it is. And I started, obviously, becoming more methodical in terms of the approach of, like, training, nutrition, the whole shabang, and really, like, being patient. Because I was, think, I was always giving myself deadlines and big goals. I was like, you know, I, I need to be, like, I don't know, 80 kg by the, next, by the end of next month. Where I was, when I made the switch, I started thinking of, like, you know what, I want to actually be at a healthy state for the rest of my life. And that was a big, big change for me. And I'm still doing it now. Like Even when I I prepare for a competition or whatever it is, I'm always looking at, you know what? Down the line is me being healthy, being a model for my son and all these kind of things. So the question to it, obviously it was a lot of backstory, but the question was like, what was the, the, the biggest change mentally for you when you went from like 120 to 90 kilos, the first part of your transformation with your PT?
2: I think the first part was seeing the way go down because I've never seen it go down that way and even when I stole because uh, obviously it took two, I, I trained two years with my PT and okay. uh, so the bulk of my weight came off with him yeah um, and it was a long road because you think you, you start you know you even see the transformation sometimes in the magazines that this is where it's positive and negative. Uh, yeah. You know, some people do it in six months, and you think, why am I not like that? Why? Why can I get the body that I want in six months, two months, three months? And the reality is, we're all different individuals. Our body has different, has the same mechanics, but adapts differently than our fellow humans, and therefore we should respect the journey. Mindset-wise, I think the biggest switch was getting addicted to feeling better, to running, never run before. And then I went to running in a 5K, which for me was massive. My pity was like, should run a 10K. I know you can run a 10K. And I'm like, mate,
0: I'm
2: just <laughs> happy to run five. You know, I never run before in my life. It was one of the parts in the warm-up that I would always skip. I was like,
0: yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm
2: not running. Um, picking up a dumbbell and feeling strong. And it's not been easy, don't get me wrong. Absolutely, every second of it was hard work mentally to just, keep it in the portion that I was supposed to be eating to con- consciously and constantly make the right choice for me. So seeing food as functional as not as comfort was a massive switch for me. Yeah. Um, but definitely training was the biggest, uh, biggest help for me training first all the nutritional thing, proper one knowing about macros calories came way after we didn't really tackle it that much with my, my personal trainer we went really into heat training and resistance and circuits which were playing perfectly into my strengths i love things like that because it has to push you yeah. and it just i just didn't want to give up on myself this which was i do not want to give up on myself and i'm doing this for me and not anybody else and that allowed me to carry on and um just develop my style of training and uh, um then the learning came way after, you know, the learning came probably more in the past couple of years, especially last year when I again looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, you know, you've been sitting on 80 kilos now for a year or so. I want to look like the girls in the magazine. At first I thought that was it. I wanted to look like the women in the magazine a 40 and have abs and I didn't know what it took to get there. And now my mindset has shifted again. And all I want to be is healthy, look in the mirror and be happy with myself. Make sure that my mindset is positive because yep. you know I know myself and I tend to be negative uh, at times and uh, really come down hard on everything I do. And there's no worse judge mm, than yourself, really. Yep. No matter I, I always thought it was others, but no, it's, it's yourself. Yep. And, and I don't want to find myself in the place that was a couple of years ago when you, know, you lost the weight you bought all the clothes, and then suddenly you find yourself with no goal. You know, uh, I didn't necessarily need to lose any more weight if I didn't want to, so then what's next? Why am I going training? What's my my why? My why became, right, I'm gonna run 10K, and uh, I'm gonna lift more weight, and uh, I'm gonna learn more about nutrition, and uh, I'm gonna share my story was last year, uh, well end of two, yeah, 2017, April, I decided to start my blog up. Um, and uh, that allowed me to finally find my voice if that if that makes
1: sense. That's good. That's 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 fantastic. And I, I really love the part when where you say that you really played on your strengths at the beginning of training because yeah. you went straight with like the hate training and, and really get moving because yeah. you are the background of sports, you love this kind of stuff compared to obviously the conventional wisdom, which is I need to lose weight, I need to stop eating.
2: Yeah, stop eating, the vast majority of
1: people are doing. Yeah, exactly. So you went with something that you loved and, and obviously keep getting active, keep moving. And then obviously after that, came the nutrition and everything. Like you started. And exactly. that's, that, that's what I, I, I always say, even to my client, I'm like, since you're here, you started, okay? That's what matters, you took the first step. There will be many other things coming up, but you took the first step. You got off the couch and be like, you know what, fuck it, I need to make a change. So exactly. so, so, so that, that, that's something which is, most people are, I think they're spending too much time trying to prepare, trying to make it perfect. Like in some cases, I want to buy my trainers, I need to buy my gym clothes, I need to get the supplements, I need to get the diet right, I need to get the yeah. training right before fucking stepping into the gym. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, get up! <laughs> Do something.
2: I, I wore my yeah. brother's T-shirt. Yeah. You know, the first day at the gym, I want to share this with everyone because yeah. a lot can relate. I had a panic attack. I sat outside the gym looking at those freaking doors and go like, I don't know if I can do this. And you see the people that have obviously been going a little more or yeah. uh, at the time they were thinner. You know, you don't know their stories. You just see the image. You yes, see like, the
1: image. You see the end product. You see the, you
2: know, you see... The the end product, they're like, oh my God. And um, I had a panic attack and I I, I met my trainer there, Jamie. He was awesome, put me right at ease. Uh, And for the next two years, all I did was blindfolds and literally I didn't look at anybody else but him. Like he was my focus because sometimes it was hard. Because everybody thinks that people are really judging you at the gym. And for one idiot that does that, there's 5,000 in there that one don't give a flying fluff.
1: <laughs> it's fine, I told you. No, no, no.
2: Try to be a lady. Mm. And lady. you don't really What's care about what you are, why you're there for. A mm. lot of people will admire you for taking that step yes. and most will help you. Yes. So yes. what I say to my clients, take the step to come and see me at the gym. That's already a barrier you've broken. And then... Every step after that is taking you closer to your goal, whatever
1: Absolutely. that is. Absolutely, I I, really, I I can totally relate to that. Take the first step. That's it. Once you, once you do that, like it's a whole, it's a different universe. And and I know people say gym can be intimidating. Um, I wrote a blog about that. Even some men, some grown up, they were like, ah, I don't feel the whole gym thing. full of guys who are screaming and muscles. Like dude, like the the biggest guy in the gym is usually the nicest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and,
0: so
2: to and, and help and give you advice and yes, yes. form. Yeah. And you know, I learned so much even yeah. now that I'm a personal trainer, so I'm the only person that should be giving advice. Yeah, but from all the guys that go to the gym and tend to bodybuild, and I really always always gravitate towards the weight room because that's where I like to play as well. Um, and you know, so many people go, like Okay, well, why don't you engage your lats this way, like pull down, you know keep it I was stuck in i'm like yeah man thank you because sometimes you train by yourself and you don't see yeah no
1: absolutely. Progress. Absolutely. i'm always I'm, I'm, I'm always open even and, and, and you as well, like as a, as a, as a coach as a personal trainer like one i'm always open to learn absolutely advice I'm like you, people take advice but they, they never actually implement it but i actually take it I, it I try it. I try stuff all the time if you try it, it doesn't work it's fine you just least you try it you know what I mean so that that's really good i wanted to ask you a question the like, way. Yeah. So on your weight loss journey, I mean, you, you went down from 120 to 80 kilos. You yep. lost 40 kgs, which is absolutely amazing. Six tons. Did you reach a point where you wanted to give up?
2: Yes, many times. Many times, uh, and especially I think this a lot of people can relate to this, is when you hit a plateau, Yeah. And until I had my personal trainer to guide me, that plateau was a blip. Uh, and a plateau could also be... I was bored of eating the same things. I didn't understand that you can have lovely food. It doesn't have to just be functional for you to go, but you can have lovely food because it's still macros. You're just making a different way. And that took a lot of uh, change. Because obviously I'm Italian, I love to cook. You know, I can't take the girl out of the kitchen. Like I need to have good food. Um, And uh, it was really hard. I think the biggest, I'm, I'm being honest, Like when I lost the 40 kilos, I was just, I was just about 36. I reached there. And uh, last year, 2016, 2017, I had a nervous breakdown, which brought me to, I didn't even put on weight. I just felt different. I looked different in my own eyes, and um, I felt less confident. And um, you know, it was really tough time, really dark days, depression-wise. Looking back now, I don't know how I got through it. Um, but I did which means you know you can be you can survive pretty much anything if your mind gets on board and you know I discovered mindset and I discovered podcasts and I discovered Jamie Olderton, and the Meredith who are awesome people and they've helped me out uh, with their books and, and and the things that I share of personal life to find my voice again and really strive to go that extra mile and reach not only reach out to someone because i felt so isolated because all i became was the gym you know i didn't even go out anymore it was all about the gym and not actually losing any weight. and i just entered in this vicious circle in which my weight determined again who i was so another tip for anybody starting the weight loss journey your weight the number the, even the way you look do not equal your worth as a human being and that should be fundamental and taught as the first basis to any client or anybody listening right now. Yeah. You are worth it now. You're just making a change for yourself to make your lifestyle better and uh, make yourself happy. But gaining and losing don't mean you gain or lose in personality and uh, as a human being at all. That's, that's, a, great,
1: that's a great point. And, and- I know, because personally, I got obsessed with the scale. Many people get obsessed with the scale. Yeah. Okay, you know, I step on the scale, they're like, "Oh shit, what happened?" You know, and 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 quite often, people tend to give up. They tend to be like, "Okay, this is not for me. It's not going to work." Because we get so obsessed with the number. So obsessed. So obsessed. Honestly, I don't know. I don't, I don't know my weight right now. I don't. Last time I checked myself probably like what, 90, 95? I, I don't even care really. Unless I'm preparing for a show, like I don't care about that. You know, yeah, I know
0: like, yeah, so. mentally
1: I'm in a good place. That's what matters. Because a lot of the things you shared with me as well, there was a lot of things which were like down to your mindset, the way you you saw yourself, the way other people saw you. And, and that's really impacted you. and. One thing I I, I wanted to ask you now, now for you as a PT, like like how do you connect and relate with your clients on this level, bearing in mind that you are that backstory? I mean, you you came from obviously a weight loss background. How how do you uh, put your client at ease when they come to you and be like, Kara, I need some help?
2: Look, I'm very approachable, and I talk to everybody at the gym. I'm, I'm, like, literally the chattiest person ever. Like, if you ask me a question, that's say it. It's over for you, like, you, you're yeah. there with me for a long time. And I talk about all sorts of things that also yeah. fitness unrelated, because I want to get to know people and make sure that they're – the first thing I want to make sure that anybody who walks into a gym sees a friendly face, that they don't feel intimidated, and that they understand that they belong there as much as any of us do. So, nothing to do with physique, it's people helping people out, first and foremost. To my clients, I hope that they'll agree.
1: <laughs> I like I'm, sure they think, win. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Um,
2: I love to um, make them feel comfortable and find that a training method that works for their goals, but also their personality, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because uh, there's no point, I think. Because I've experienced it to myself and obviously everybody is different and I can gauge in a conversation with a, with a client, even at, inter, you know, at the first consultation point, where they are at in their stage of yeah. commitment towards the gym and what they actually want to get out of it. So my plan will work towards making sure that I can adhere to the plan I'm giving them, especially mm-hmm. training wise, because many are new to exercise
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, educate as much as possible and um, make sure that if they have something to teach me, I'm open to receiving that, you know. I learn from my clients every freaking day. You know, I've got someone that's really into endurance, absolute legend. Uh, another one used to be, you know, used to bodybuilding. So I'm learning from him when we do exercises together, all the tips and tricks of when he was doing it. And we're working towards his weight loss goal, and he's doing so amazing that, you know what, Ollie. Whenever I get a message from them, or we're at the gym, I'm, I'm literally rolling over laughing with these people. They are so awesome. Um, that, that makes everything worthwhile. All the journey I've been on so far, struggling to keep two jobs and, and studying for my PT qualification, Man, seeing them smile and having tears in my eyes yeah. and seeing their progress is what makes this worthwhile and definitely the best choice I've ever made.
1: That's amazing, that's amazing. Um, we're getting towards the end of it, but I've got I've got so many notes. You saw, like I mean, I have got two pages, and I'm going to the third one now. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I'm sure, like I mean, the vast majority of people are, are are really into the the whole weight loss thing, but I believe there are some sort of universal concepts when it comes to making a transformation, be it physical or mental. Um. I always finish up my podcast with those things. What do you think are the three things which are extremely important for a transformation to be successful? If you got three things, if you got four, that's fine. If you got even five, that's even better.
2: I think first and foremost, uh, find yourself someone that can help you out and that you vibe with. There is nothing worse than choosing the wrong PT for you just because you seem or her being super popular in the gym. If you don't gel, you don't gel, and you won't actually get the best out of your personal trainer or your journey at all, and that may actually set you back.
0: A yeah. Okay.
2: Um, the second thing I would say, be patient and persistent. Um, It takes time. It really doesn't, you know, don't compare your journey to someone else's it will take however long it takes for you and for the commitment that you're willing to give to the goal that you're trying to achieve. Uh, the third one is learn as much as possible from everyone. And literally, you know, uh, at first, you get such a thirst for knowledge, you know, even even what is a dumbbell? Like, you're so yeah. excited about this. <laughs> oh, my God, what is this? Um, you know, learn from everybody, you know, try to... Um, get an education that goes beyond the time that you've got on the gym floor and question everything about it as well. So, you know, a lot of things that we read in magazines are not exactly science-based. And I think sometimes they don't help people actually find confidence, but uh, keep them in their own, in their habits. Um, And it's necessary that you question whatever you read about, weight loss, muscle gain, running a triathlon, whatever it is that you are willing, you know, your goal is read a lot about it and the last thing so that's for network something that was really missing for me when my brother moved away and i was still in this weight loss journey you know it was my my anchor and uh it became so you know i had to learn to stand on my own yeah so prepared to be alone a lot because you're on this journey but that the people that will stick around and that understand what you're trying to achieve will always be there for you and no matter what so find a network of people that you can rely on and inspire as well because you never never know who you're inspiring with every step you take every day
1: absolutely that that's that's, that's brilliant um so number one get help from somebody yeah. you connect with cuz I, I always say like even my clients and even the guys I worked online with guys like in Canada, in Australia. Dude, we never met before, but we click. You know, having somebody you connect with makes it easier. Number two, you said be patient and persistent. I mean, I can totally relate to that. It's been 11 years I've been training. I'm patient and I'm persistent. I show up every every week, three, four times in a week. It's the same thing, just show up, show up. And don't compare. <laughs> I used to compare myself so much, and, and, and I'm sure, like, even with yourself as well. I want oh, yeah. that guy, that muscle, that size of chest. And, and then you realize that, geez, you're different. Um, number three, learn from everyone but question things. And that's something I do. And especially these days, we, we, we literally Google everything. And one thing I do now when I'm using Google, I use Google Scholar, which is pretty much like the academic articles.
0: Thank you.
1: Yeah, it's it's academic articles, it's actual research uh, which has been funded so that people do some real science, not just an article from the Daily Mail or the Sun or the Mirror,
2: Let's not guys start very like is gonna be crap. The podcast
1: podcaster <laughs> <laughs> which really like oh yeah the daily mail. Don't don't get me on starting on the daily mail. It's it's, it's terrible. And lastly, the network. Your network is extremely important. Like
0: definitely.
1: I mean, immediate network for me right now. Like me and my missus, like we train together, she supports me. When I go to the prep, it's hard. She's like she's coping with me, and I don't even want to be around myself when I'm when I'm prepping. And 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 having those people who understand you, who want to lift you up, who support you, will be like, you know what? I've been down that journey, and I know that at this stage you're going to struggle. It's normal. It's part of the game. Okay, get through it. I'm here if you need to talk, and that's extremely important. And I believe is the foundation of every success. Um, one actually, I, I keep having questions. I don't know, like,
0: sure.
1: <laughs> and talk to me about the the Kiki project. First of all, how did you come up with the name? So sure. I'm curious now. I need you to know.
2: It made me so important, and I, my nickname, my friend Nick gave me my nickname, Kiki. Okay. Uh, because I also like anime, and he kind of started off from there. And, it, you know, we used to work together. He's uh, a chef, and he just started calling me Kiki. And I was like, yeah, this nickname is going to stick okay. way better than Nwanda, realistically. <laughs> yeah, from uh, um, what was the movie? One of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, um, with Robin Williams, and for some reason it's escaping me, but yeah, I saw it the other day. Uh, Lattimo fuggente in Italian, so okay. uh, it was great. Uh, and basically, yeah, Nwanda was not a good fit. Nice. So Kiki, she obviously is my uh, name, Chiara, but I thought Chiara would be too much for people to just digest, so I thought something they could understand but contains my name. And project, because at the end of the day, I've just started. You know, I'm nowhere near finished, not just in my transformation, uh, whatever is my mindset, uh, my look, whatever it is. As a personal trainer now, which is so freaking exciting. And uh, I wanted to share my love for food. What I've learned in my journey, studying as a PT and now with my clients as well. Yes. I like to share stories about myself and I'm very, I try to be as open as possible because I've been silenced too long. And that's how the project kind of started. Okay. Uh, I, want, I wanted to just, you know, get my voice out there and show people you can do it. Look, I'm, I'm no different than you. In reality, we're so concerned about looking at differences amongst each other that we forget we're two people. And yeah, you know, we may have different approaches, mindsets, lifestyles, whatever it is, but we all have to start somewhere. Yeah. And, and, and um, I cannot thank enough. Uh, last year, I read the a book by dan meredith his book and
1: um yeah he inspired me
2: and i connected with him
1: uh, i forgot the name of his book the, uh, the book where he's got the picture i mean the, the cartoon uh, yeah I, i've got it yeah
2: yeah i mean i loved it and i connected with him on um on facebook and he was kind enough to give me some of his time and uh, so many tips the guy is a freaking legend yeah. not just for business but he's such an amazing human yeah. I not thank him enough uh, and I keep saying it um, for the inspiration he gave me to then start the blog and then on this journey and you know what my family because I thought they didn't believe in me and they did all along my brother first and foremost who always believed in me but you know my best friend um, and uh, the support I got from them in the past couple of years has been pfft, honestly unimaginable and uh, to see them so proud i think that that's the goal i wanted to achieve all along and that's amazing. what makes it worthwhile that's amazing
1: and and as a personal trainer you're based in sheffield is that correct
2: i am yes yeah. I work at your gym.
1: yeah so 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 um Cara, you're based in sheffield you also uh coach online, um, online and online clientele base as well i'm going to put your website uh the com. I'm sure people can reach you out from the Absolutely. website. I'm going to put that up as well um, in the podcast notes in the description of the video if you're watching the video as well. Um, one thing, what, what I, I mean, you did mention that you're you preparing for a 10K. What are, what are the goals you're you working towards now these days?
2: These days, um, I think my main goal is to be a personal trainer full time at the moment. You know, okay. I still do two jobs, and it's fantastic. You know, I get a lot of the catering, but it's not where I want to be long term. I want to be a personal trainer full time uh, because now finally I've got a vision and a goal, which is being a personal trainer and help as many people as possible. Um, to, towards that goal, uh, physically, I'd like to. Uh, I don't. I don't ever want to compete. It's not something that's ever been on my mind. Uh, I've just probably been working uh, a little bit more on strengthening my core, that's a big goal for me because uh, I've just found out I've got this degenerative disc disease, so on my lumbar spine I have a little bit of an issue, so I can't lift as I used to, because apparently I'm not 20.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh huh. So fine, we'll work with that, and I'll just switch up my routine to make sure that my core is taken care of, to avoid any backache as much as possible, big goal there. That's and amazing. then uh, I probably want to set myself up for a couple of runs. I'm not supposed to run a lot. But yeah, because it's fast. such a challenge for me to this day,
0: yeah.
2: I feel that the next step is actually entering the 10K. I just did a small 7K run when I was in Italy, the sunrise run, which was so much fun. Okay. But it just keeps me active uh, and uh, just working towards something different than just my weight. It's such a, a big mindset shift. Numbers don't matter as much.
1: That's amazing, and I always ask my guests at the end, like, what what kind of goals you working towards? Because we all have goals. I mean, you may look at your coach, like, oh, they got it all figure out. No, we're always trying to get better. You need goals. I mean, in my program, like, I ask my clients, like, every day, write your goals twice a day, because you need goals. That's what keeps you going. That's what keeps you fueled up. Um, we're going to wrap it up, Kara. I mean, it's been amazing. I've got, I've got so much stuff I've written down. And uh, it's been amazing having you on the podcast. I'm going to link up your all your social media uh, page, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, everything you've got. Your website as well, thekikikproject.com. I'm going to link that up in the description of the video. I'm going to link that up in the description of the podcast as well. If you need help, if you need somebody to talk to who's been in that situation, just like you, probably weight loss, you need support, if you need somebody to talk to, you can see she talks a lot. Okay, so you need somebody to listen to you to talk to, somebody to to really lift you up, feel free to reach out to to her, Uh, I'm going to link up all the social media network uh, for Kiara and uh, you listen to the podcast I would gladly appreciate if you leave it a review, let me know what you think of it, Um, I'll start having female guests now, because it's not just a man thing, I I, I, I learn from everybody so like I'd I like to bring people uh, in who have something to share. I believe it's going to be valuable for you guys. So if you think that you deserve to be on the show, feel free to reach out, leave it a review, subscribe to it, because literally every day there's a new episode on the, on the show. So be sure to check it out. Kara, thank you. No, thank, thank you,
2: Oli. Thank you, you so much for what you're doing.
1: Thank I'll you.
0: see you very soon.
1: Okay. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the YTM Show, your daily dose of motivation, strategies, and hacks to a better and upgraded life.